0: Yo, welcome back to Return to Play Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Navarra, OTR and athletic trainer. Still an athletic trainer, but this might be the last year I keep that license because I have had zero inclination to use it since I started making OT money. I was like... Well, uh, maybe, you know, I'll keep this license and I want to, you know, cover some high school football on a Friday night or try to try to get some sort of side hustle going. And no matter what I think of, it always comes back to, oh, I could make literally double or more just picking up an extra shift as an (laughs) occupational therapist. So. I don't know. Uh, I don't. No one has yet to give me a good reason why I should keep this thing renewed, pay fifty five dollars a year, and have to do all of these additional CEUs that don't meet up with OT. So, uh, do you have any any thoughts on that? Uh, do you have anything else to add in the intro here?
1: Uh, fifty bucks isn't actually that bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. I probably wouldn't keep a second license, but. That's cheap compared to the PT world. I have nothing to add. Good weekend of sports. Some craziness. Uh, craziness ensued to to hit me my my Jacksonville money line. Missed some bets. I've cooled off on the sports bets now that I'm out of my uh, my free bets and promos and all that jazz. And uh, so that's been
0: Mr. Responsibility, you know,
1: like, like, like a crackhead going through withdrawal. But uh, withdrew a couple thousand bucks back into the bank, and uh, we're ready to, ready to, I don't know what we're ready for. Ready to, ready to watch some football. I'll, I'll start, I'll start betting like a crackhead again if they throw promos my way. But, but yeah, now I'm back to mostly being responsible, just taking taking bets that I really
0: like. Yeah, that's smart for all of you out there who may not be familiar with sports betting. Um, it's obviously much different than planning to go to a casino. Like, you know, you it's easy to say I'm going to the casino this weekend, I'm taking three hundred dollars with me. And when that three hundred dollars of cash is up, then I am done, or maybe I'll walk away with more than three hundred. However, with sports, they are on all day, every day, year round. There's sports on all the fucking time. So Particularly during football season, it's not one weekend, it's weekend after weekend after weekend. So, how do you manage your budget? One might ask. Well, I have uh, the, I can lay down the foundation of, of gambling 101 for you. Let's say, let's say you have $1,000 that you're willing to put into the NFL playoffs here, or let's just, you know, football season. Uh, You want to bet games single-handedly, so you want to bet one game and just take either the spread or the over-under, just take one bet per game, and you want to bet 5% of your bankroll, 5% of your $1,000 on said game, that way, 5%... Of 100%, you would have to lose 20 bets in a row to completely bust out of your bankroll and lose an entire $1,000. Now, this is the way you can kind of bet all season long. As you can see with uh, with our season long records, uh, no one ever went 0, 0 and 20 in a row, betting three picks a week. Jim was pretty damn close. Uh, He was. He was. So he might, he would have theoretically been very close to losing. And then obviously, when you start losing, so let's say you do lose three quarters of your bankroll, as Jimmy would have done, Uh, now you're down to 250 bucks. So as you go down, as you dwindle down, you have to now, your 5% becomes much, much smaller and you're going to win less so it is a grind to get back to where you started once you are down um money and then that's that's where the irresponsibility comes in one and then two the irresponsibleness obviously comes with parlays and teasers and in <laughs> the same game parlays those are all sucker bets those are all just for fun um and They should be for fun. However, uh, I'm a dirty, degenerate, uh, greasy bastard. And uh, I think I'm going to win all the parlays and teasers I put in. That's what Rashawn, which uh, also none of you probably know what his voice sounds like. He asked me, he's like, what's a good parlay to put in? I said, there's no such thing. He's like, well, shut up. And I'm like, well, uh, there isn't. There's no such thing as a good parlay. That kind of wrapped up. That was a little gambling nugget for all you uh, novice Ohio sports bettors out there in particular, new new to the game. Um, I've been deep in the murky waters for a while now. So if you got any questions, come to Uncle Steve. I'll uh, set the record straight for you. Also, little show note, uh, my internet is being a fuck. It's being a bastard. Uh, Nothing's loading on any of my web browsers. I don't know if I have a porn virus or uh, I don't. There's nothing else that would have possibly given this computer a virus unless my wife was doing something on it. Irresponsible internet's not working i'm working off my phone somehow the recording is still going off of my computer here. so let's all just say a little prayer that uh this recording makes it safe through editing and we can all listen to it on friday the
1: 20th i just want to give out a little disclaimer jimmy was only actually down eight units on the season So, of that thousand dollars, playing by playing by Steve's little rule, there he would still have a a good chunk of his almost, like you know, about half his money. So
0: he'd have like five hundred and sixty bucks left, roughly, something like that.
1: He was eight. He was eight below five hundred, but that's that's not counting the uh ten percent juice. It's a tough.
0: It's a tough world out there. It's a tough. Uh, it's a tough hobby to have, but somehow. I've definitely taken some wounds, especially early on, because when I was doing this early on, it was still much the wild West and I didn't have per se, the education or advice from, from the public, I guess, so to speak as to how to manage my, my money, but it all worked out in the end. And now, and now I know how to manage myself like an adult. And I, I, Typically, almost never end up like to where I have to say like I can I physically with an F I physically cannot make any bets this week I'm I never feel like I'm in a spot like that uh, I always seem to have you know my nest egg that I don't have to dip into my real life money
1: fiscally is that what the is that what you're trying to say. Fiscal? Yeah, that's that's what I said. So I thought you said phi- physically. Physic- okay, I, I, physically, yeah, I, I'm with you now. I'm riding with you. So, in theory, assuming the casino is always taking a 10% juice, you know, minus 110, minus 110 on a on an even bet, you would have to win. You'd be had to, had to hit 55% of your bets at that rate, basically to to stay even. So,
0: yep. So that's you're kind of considered a professional gambler, quote unquote if you can hit 60 percent every year then you are certainly in the positive and you would then have enough to fund your life outside of your bankroll uh if you are per se uh gambling with your entire life savings or if you're just like filthy rich so yeah professional gamblers that do it as a career as their main source of income their goal is to hit 60%, if not, they're going to be eating air sandwiches, <laughs> scraps from the Las Vegas buffet <laughs> dumpster. You've been there. You've been at,
1: you've been at that 60% threshold the past couple of years, probably pretty close.
0: I've done I'd say since since the pandemic, I've done well enough to yeah, I I've paid for things, not having to ask my ask my wife for money. I've never had to do that. I'm Can just you... saying on the
1: on the podcast. Pick. Oh, I mean, oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. You're you're at like fifty fifty eight percent for this year.
0: Hell yeah, you're, you're almost
1: yeah. there. Pro, I'm pro. actually I'm a pro. I freaking see. That's why it's not sustainable, and why I had to be responsible and just dial it back. Because like. I you know, I'm just blindly betting NBA and NHL games and freaking like <laughs> I was cr- I was um I bet you I was at like seventy-five percent in those two weeks. Like it was it was unreal. But now I'm betting a lot of money lines too, and I and that was you know, so sometimes I'd I'd have a free
0: bet. I can Some- tell you <laughs> this much. I last year I was do doing greasy, greasy college basketball. I was I was doing like Eleven. I was doing like eight to eleven games a day, just going off of the a system system betting a dozen games a day almost. It went. It was going. It was going well, and then it went poor, very poor, very quickly. And then and 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 in NHL, and then I I just about halfway through those seasons, I was just like, fuck this, I can't do it anymore. This is costing me too much money. And then of course. I look back and those systems did very well in the back half of the year. But I, don't, I do not recommend ever doing anything like that. If it sounds too good to be true, it certainly is. Everybody out there is a hustler. Everybody selling picks online is a hustler. They're just trying to get your money so you're the paying for their bets. They're not paying for their own bets. Uh, that, that is the game. So maybe we'll go. Maybe I'll go tout next year and put uh, some of my picks behind a Twitter paywall. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's absolutely greasy.
1: I was at a, I was at seventy three percent on my NBA bets for two weeks. Let's go! Yeah, hell yeah! Well, let's get into some let's get into some football.
0: That's what the people are here for. Yeah, certainly not college basketball. I can't win a college basketball game this year to save my fucking life. Not even the death of Tusk the Fifth. From Arkansas could win me a fucking bet. Arkansas blew it, blew a ten point lead with uh, three and a half minutes to go in the game. After dominating the entire second half up to that point, disgusting, disgusting Razorbacks. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Fucking shitting on that pigs honor like that with your shitty fucking defense. I love these games though. I I do. I think I love these games. It scares me that I like the picks probably should shouldn't bet because i like these picks and that's usually when things get terrible so game 1 are uh, uh are we doing draw of the week actually i'm i got a draw of the week ready if you if you i do ready. too i've had one circled for for weeks I, now
1: i remember you i remember you yeah you said it on the right after the world cup and you're like oh bundesliga doesn't come back till january 20th <laughs> well it's finally that time so why don't you lead us off you're the lead off batter
0: it's LB Lipzig versus Bayern Munich in a match between the two best in Bundesliga, and it's it's going to be a two-two draw. Usually higher scoring in those affairs. Yes, I've had this draw circled for quite some time since last year. I've had this uh, draw circled on my on my calendar. So I love it. I love that. Uh, uh, if Jimmy, if you're listening, you you get this one for free. It's the two-two draw. <laughs> lots of uh lots of ties to
1: Americans with the with the Red Bull team so I do I do love a a good lipzig pick um I hope they pull it off I hope they get the get the upset but mine see, now take this with a grain of salt because I have been so cold on soccer I can't hit a single pick my draw of the weeks have been miserable for since well before the World Cup I think I am going Everton and West Ham. Some Saturday Premier League action. Uh, two teams at the very bottom of the table. Both are in the relegation zone, and both have no excuse to be in the relegation zone. Do, uh, both doing uh, terrible. I had West Ham last week as my draw of the week too. Playing Wolves, and Wolves beat them and got out of the out of the bottom. So West Ham stinks. Everton stinks. There's actually a three-way tie for last right now. Three teams sitting at 15 points, and Everton and West Ham are two of them. They stink. They can't score goals. I don't know why they stink. There's no there's no reason. These are two of the bigger bigger clubs. They have no excuse to be this bad, and they are just dysfunctional. Uh, so I, I know, why not? They're, they'll both stay at the
0: bottom. Give me the draw. And then final note on soccer. Uh, rest in peace. To Charlotte FC defender Anton Walks, died at 25.
1: Yeah, boating, tragic boating accident. I'm assuming he had to be flying,
0: but tragic nonetheless. Found unconscious after two vessels collided in the water a near Miami Basin, something or other, taken to the hospital in critical condition so i don't know what what type of vessel he was on i'd assume something smaller to have caused such fatal injury but who knows not gonna speculate on that one tough loss for charlotte he uh played for atlanta for a little bit
1: yeah stinks he's he's gonna be out for the season
0: <laughs> i'll try to catch a game I'm, I'm out on this the charlotte fc season tickets i would love some But doing the math on that, you have to sell, I think, 29 of the 30, or you said there's 34 games total. So whatever it is, you have to sell 80% of your tickets at like a 30% markup to make all of your money back uh, because of the licensing fee and stuff. So it is pretty much impossible to make money on your season tickets for any sport other than like... Premium NFL uh, seats or NBA seats for a good team. So, yeah, tough. Uh, that's a bummer, but I'll definitely go to a couple games this year. I'll try to pick a couple good ones. Obviously, no Messi, no Ronaldo to go go to those ones. Those would have been obvious, but it's there's still some time uh, before the season kicks off, and maybe maybe another another big name puts their uh, transfers over here uh who knows it'd be june 3rd crew at charlotte maybe we Mm. can make a little uh
1: little reunion happen yeah but let's get into these let's get into these football games
0: indeed jaguars chiefs 4 30 p.m on saturday hope you get all your plans out of the way by 4 30 here i'll probably be Grilling up some food while this game's on. That's what I did last weekend during the Seahawks Niners. And that seemed to work out pretty well. Just put the game on the iPad at the grill uh, and, and do it that way. Uh, then again, probably not the weather for that up there. I don't know. But what do you like for this game? What What are you thinking? I don't see any huge injury news for either side, Trevor Lawrence was limited, but that's ob- he's obviously going to play. And uh, offensive lineman for the Jaguars has an abdominal strain; he is questionable as well. But I I see everybody playing for for both teams here. Nicole
1: Hardman out, which I don't think he had been playing. Clyde Edwards elair was activated. I don't know if he's going to be. Back, well, he was designated to return at least. I don't know if he'll be, but I, I, I still don't think he'll be in a significant role. Regardless, I think uh, Isaiah Pacheco has, and Jared McKinnon have both been kind of making plays. So, yeah, nothing, nothing significant. I think you know I loved Jacksonville last week. They they came through for me in an absolute thriller. Two completely different halves for for them and for Trevor Lawrence, but I think they probably used up all their luck. I I don't see them competing in Arrowhead against just the too, too good of a Chiefs team.
0: I think the Jaguars can run on this Chiefs defense. I think if they can get a little bit of a run game going and slow down the game, win the time of possession in the first half, I think they could make it an ugly game. I don't think they... Can win this game But I think they could Definitely keep it within two touchdowns And then you'd still be relying on Pretty much a backdoor Jacksonville cover I don't think it's going to be like a You know a 4.7 point difference The entire time For sure The sharp money is On It's actually on the Chiefs All of the money is on the Jaguars Plus 8.5 And all of the money is on the under 53, with 94% of the money being on the under. Uh, that's a lot. That's kind of usually how Vegas does it. They, <laughs> The side everyone's on seems to be the loser at least half the time. So 84% of the money is on the Jaguars plus 8.5, and, and I actually see that line moving to 9 points on uh one book here, points bet. line might actually be moving in favor of the Jaguars uh, despite all of the money being on them. That's a very, very fishy thing to see. i don't I don't necessarily like seeing all that fishiness going on. Jaguars did play them pretty tough, though the first the first go around in the regular season. Uh, do you think that? And then and then, what do you think about the Trevor Lawrence uh, has never lost on a Saturday thing, though? That is valid. It's tough. The Chiefs are just a tough team
1: to 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 bet against covering because it's kind of similar to like I mean, like they can just you know blow it up in a second. Like Jacksonville could play them real tough for for three quarters. And then, like, bang, 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 you, they can lose by 20, kind of similar to what happened with the Seahawks last week. Like, like I, I talked about the Seahawks covering, which for most of that game looked like a great pick. And then Gino had the fumble, you know, going in to tie the game, and then bang, 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 and now they're down 20. So it's like, I, you know, the Chiefs are kind of that similar team where teams that play them tough end up getting blown out somehow late in the game. And so, I mean, I, I like the Chiefs to cover. Would certainly love a Jacksonville upset or love Jacksonville to kind of keep it close, but I, I, I don't see it happening. I think Trevor Lawrence's Saturday streak comes to an end.
0: This applies to the Eagles and the chiefs, the number one seed favored by 10 or less points. So both, both of those teams are that the favorite only covers 26% of the time out of the last 32 times. So that would be the last, 16 years for you know the one seed on each side of the the league uh in the last yeah 16 years the, the you know the, the chiefs and the eagles have only covered 26% of the time so the theme here is uh, is your percentage how how m- much do you need to win uh, you know the underdog then covers you know 34 or uh 74% of the time the Jaguars and the Giants have covered in this game historically. So, and and I can keep rattling off plenty more things that go against the Chiefs and the Eagles here this weekend. Uh, thanks to Action Network and uh, Bet Labs uh, tool, the tools I use to look at all this. Stupid shit yeah there, there there's just more more and more evidence that's saying you know the Jaguars and Giants, at least one of them will cover. So I would say you might want to take the Jaguars if the Jaguars cover, you know you're still it's still likely that the Giants could cover too at you know seventy four percent clip. but if the Chiefs cover by the law a law of averages, if the chiefs cover that means they are now in that 26% category they've now bumped that up a little bit closer to the median so if this is a true statistic here of of measurement of how playoffs work <laughs> then you definitely want to hammer the giants that was i always feel like when i when i talk like that that no one's following what i'm saying cuz my brain is a fucking rat maze did you understand everything I said? Uh, I mean, it was yeah. If you, it was a lot of numbers going
1: X, Y, Z, connecting the dots. G- Gamble gamblers can kind of pick up on it. No one's gonna. No one's gonna watch. No one's gonna. No
0: one that watches this show is gonna unwatch this show because of that. I'll, I will tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's here's my advice in simplicity. If the Jaguars do not cover. I would say you can put more than one unit comfortably on the Giants due to just historically speaking, the Giants would have a very high edge to cover that game just based off of history. Now, when I read this stuff, it always makes so much sense. But then I think you we're just taking all of these different games from really then the past Fifteen years, fifteen years ago, NFL football was played wildly differently, and none of the players are the same. So, does this shit even matter? I don't know. It's it's fun to say, and it makes me sound smart. I'm gonna go with the Jags here. They're they're plus nine in some spots now. That stat's untrue. If the if the Chiefs end up if that line closes at ten or higher, throw that stat out. Everything I just said is null. But I don't see that the the line moving all the way to ten, from eight and a half, and really all the money is on on the Jags. So I don't know where we're, we're going to have to wait until Saturday for for Twitter picks here. But but my heart my gut is saying Jags in a close game, Giants in a close game for Saturday here. Philly is is kind of I think they're healthy again. Philly's Philly's healthy again to my knowledge. Do you have any? Updates on, on them.
1: I have nothing on the Philly injury news. I mean, they should be. Sounds like Jalen Hurts is getting healthy. I mean, they had the week off to kind of rest and recoup.
0: Uh, yeah, it says they've only only one player is out. That's Avante Maddox with a. He hasn't played since week sixteen, and then uh, Lane Johnson though. Full, he's the biggest story injury wise. Full participant uh, today, Thursday. He's their starting right tackle. He might not perhaps be a hundred percent though, but he's definitely going to play. That's an interesting thing to watch the right the right side of the line there. I think what I did also last weekend was I live bet all these games, and I seem to have done much better at that than than doing all my stupid parlays and teasers because playoff football, I. I feel like playoff football is a true a true battle. every play counts every play matters. The story kind of writes itself you you can see foreshadowing happening um because you are also locked into the game. It's the only game on so maybe i won't maybe I won't be cooking or grilling <laughs> during the game if i want to try to live bet the chiefs there but uh I would say if the chiefs or anything under four points live at any point in the game, I'd I'd go ahead and take that as well. But back to the Eagles. Eagles seem healthy besides a questionable right tackle there. Eagles are probably the most dominant team in the league this year, and I think that's still true. I think the Giants are going to try to run the football with Daniel Jones and Saquon, try to limit the clock here. So I I, st- I like the Giants, and I like the – I like the under a little bit. I'll, everyone's betting the over this game. It is going to be nice weather in Philly, I heard. Uh, what do you got? I'm the opposite here. I I think... I mean, the Giants are like...
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm thrilled that they won. I don't know how they keep winning. The Giants are just not a talented team. I mean, you look at like... They literally pulled a dude off of the Bills practice squad in November, and he's just like balling at receiver. Like, this team is not loaded when you stack their roster up to Phillies, like it is just completely completely mismatched giants are just you know playing good as a cohesive unit well coached and i hope the uh i hope the dream continues to to ride but i'm uh i i, I like philly here I'm, i like philly to cover big hope i'm wrong
0: no i i think i'd rather see the eagles Win over the the Giants here. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I did grad school near Philly and I made some some Philly fans and uh, friends of Philly fans and and I also have Jet fan. Uh, so never really big on the on the Giants. Not a huge. Uh, definitely didn't like Odell. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, go Birds. That that moves us into Sunday probably the most anticipated game of the weekend not probably definitely the most anticipated game of the weekend Cincinnati Bengals at Buffalo Bills Demar Hamlin has been back in the building this week in the Bills facility he's definitely going to be at the game and that was all definitely plotted out in advance he could have he could have been at the game last weekend like in a in a box or a suite no problem but uh, very smart by the Bills to bring him out, they're um, they're probably going to trot him out onto the field pregame, and the place is going to go fucking bananas. Uh, you're you're it's a silly silly thing to take the the Bengals just on that fact alone. What do you think about that? Do you think it is going to impact the game at all? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it'll it'll.
1: You know, boost the Bills' spirits, but I I I like the Bills to win this game. It really does stink for Cincy. Uh, you know, you had your home home matchup with the Bills taken away. I I don't think they're gonna go to Buffalo and win in Buffalo. Especially is that when is that game kick off? Is it prime time? No, it's <laughs> three p.m. Uh, Sunday. T, TBD. I I just think the Bills are the better team overall. You know, Cincy's was hot down the stretch but they kind of looked pretty shaky to Baltimore a couple weeks in a row with you know Baltimore basically having nobody uh Baltimore should have won that game if uh Huntley doesn't fumble going in you know to take the lead there so what a wild turn of events that was that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen I, I like the bills to win especially you know I I don't know I just I think the bills I have five five and a half is is a decent spread. So I don't know. I'm tough. I mean, I think the bills win since he is going to keep it close. I don't, it's not going to be a route. So I might
0: build uh bangles in a teaser would be, you big. could, yeah,
1: you could you could convince me to get, to take Cincy to cover, but I, I wouldn't take Cincy to win for sure.
0: Well, this might persuade you for the bills here. Uh, 68% of the bet slips are on Cincinnati yet. 61% of the money is on the bills.
1: Yeah, hammer the Bills.
0: Sharp sharp, and heavy money is on the Bills. And Vegas, I think that line is about to move uh, to six. So I would grab that today if you're going to bet the Bills or ASAP when you're listening to this. Also, that game, 68% of the bets are on the over. 91% of the money is on the over everyone is on the over 49 points so the sharp play is to go against the public there and say that this will not be a shootout game and that kind of makes sense i think i think uh <clears throat> however um i think the teams are going to try to run the ball early get in a rhythm and then play action you know a lot more in the second you know, the middle eight of the game is going to be a lot of play action. Here's the problem. I don't think the Bills defense can, they definitely aren't going to be able to cover Chase and Higgins and, and keep six, seven guys in the box to stop the run. It all is going to come down to the Bengals offensive line and how well they can play. They have not played well at all. So this is, this is truly a game of the trenches. It's can. The Bills not so great pass rush beat the Cincinnati Bengals very bad offensive line. And I think they can do that. They're 13 and 3 for a reason. I think they'll figure out how to rush, you know, and beat that offensive line. So yeah. I'm gonna be teasing the Bills down, maybe like a six and a half or a seven point teaser. So the Bills would then be a point and a half to a two-point, you know, they could lose by one and a half to two. And then I'll obviously tease Cincinnati up, which would be about a twelve and a half or thirteen points for the for the Bengals there. So basically, Bills to win by one to thirteen points, or lose by one point is is basically that teaser. So that, and maybe I'll I'll get cheeky and do the under, but I will also be adding into that teaser. The four-point underdog Dallas Cowboys to finish out the weekend. Uh, this is my favorite team to put in a teaser, and and to take the plus four right now. Uh, grab the plus four. I think it comes back down to to three and a half, or even even three. I think uh, people are going to start loading up on the Cowboys here uh, as the weekend approaches. So uh, I'm sorry, I was rambling. What uh, Do you have any closing thoughts on Bills and Bengals after hearing all that?
1: No, I do have thoughts on the Cowboys-Niners.
0: Aha. Well, yes, uh, the sharp money is on the Cowboys. The big money is on the Cowboys. The public is on the 49ers. Very, very, very much sharp money on the under. That's a huge a 50% discrepancy between public and money. It's under 465 is the sharpest, um, is the biggest money to bet slip ratio on the weekend. This game going under forty six is uh, the sharpest play on the board. Uh, give me both cowboys in the under. What what do you got? I do like the cowboys in this game. I love Brock Purdy.
1: Love him. I have touched on this show previously about how much I loved watching those Iowa State teams, but I'm always gonna bet against. You know, a rookie quarterback deep in the playoffs. Uh, I, you know, I've I've said it before. Like someone's going to figure the kid out. Hasn't happened. Uh, Dallas can get to the quarterback though. Michael Parsons going to make an impact. I think eventually. I mean, eventually something has to catch up to to Brock Purdy. You look at Roethlisberger who ran the table his rookie year, thirteen and zero as a starter, got to the AFC Championship game and just looked awful. New England routed him. Um, not that, not that Dallas is on that, you know, New England dynasty level, but eventually, you know, that rookie quarterback is going to look like a rookie quarterback, I think. And, and I, while I hope it doesn't happen, I just think it's, it's destiny at some point that, you know, uh, you know, hit the, the inexperience and the, the, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is the, just, yeah, the, the, that inexperience, that lack of, uh, being there, that lack of being in the moment. Will come back to eventually catch up to Brock Purdy. he's he's overdue. I hope he continues to pull it off, but I like Dallas to win this game outright, unfortunately as as sharp as they looked
0: last week. I, I think Dallas is
1: gonna might might be fit for a run here,
0: yeah, and it it just makes more sense to see a NFC East <laughs> NFC championship game because like one year ago, two years ago, uh, you would have never dreamed that two afc uh, nfc east teams were going to be in the nfc championship game. Yes, Brock Purdy is due for a trip and a fall. I think that uh, the Cowboys it scares me though Mike McCarthy versus Kyle Shanahan, that is a mismatch of yeah. coaching staffs. It, it not
1: only not only that, three of the four teams in the nfc are out of the nfc east and the and the team that didn't make it still went 500 this year. Crazy how uh, good that division was this year, but M- M- McCarthy takes a bad rap. When you you know when you stack up resumes with Tomlin, they're they're pretty much identical. I don't know why one is so highly touted and one is so the opposite. But Shanahan, it's it's crazy too. I don't I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but Shanahan is until Purdy without without uh garoppolo the niners were like nine and 29 under shanahan and garoppolo is 38 and 17 as a starter something something like that that I, I, I might be a game or two off there but it's crazy like how drastically uh you know without and not that jimmy g's a lead or anything but you know he's a he's underrated he's a he's a quality game managing quarterback who, who will you know you'll win games with but even with relatively decent backup qbs how bad the Niners struggled up until Purdy. So Shanahan is he is a brilliant offensive guy, but he really he really has struggled, you know, without a good QB in there. So I think that you know he might he might have be a little too too highly touted, but he has done a phenomenal job this year. And we'll see. I, I mean, it'll be a good game, but I, I like Dallas here. Yeah,
0: we agree on that. Uh, I so obviously another tough weekend of games here but it scares me that i i have an opinion and a side on each of these uh that's typically when i do the worst and there's the 30 percent of me roughly saying uh just do the exact opposite of what you're thinking and you will you will come out successful but i have not made a decision of what i'll do yet i definitely I'm definitely today putting in the Bills five and a half because I think that can move to six soon and I I feel most confident in the Bills over any other favorite this weekend. I really do like uh, the Cowboys to uh, at least keep it close and, and keep it close to a, a possible field goal loss, which we would still cover. Uh, Danny, did we forget any segments?
1: We did, we did, we did not uh, discuss everybody's favorite segment, the LGBTQIA plus postseason player of the week. Might be the last time this year we get to give out this award. Uh, Tough loss, but not due in part to Carl Nassif. He was back, back from that pectoral injury. Did notch a tackle for loss, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, Buffalo. The Buccaneers were just getting routed. Bad performance from the team all around, but a but a decent one for Carl Nassib. Two solo tackles, tackle for loss. You know, uh, LGBTQIA plus postseason player of the week, player postseason player of the year, tentatively. There's still a couple weeks. We might have another contestant, but as of now, I got to give it to my my Penn State boy. It would be his uh what 18th time. Taking home the award this year, hell of a season, hell of a season. Carl Nassib, <laughs> former All American, national sack leader, got to give it to him. Carl Nassib, LGBTQIA plus player of the week.
0: Yeah, well deserved, well earned. Uh, good luck to you in all future endeavors. Maybe that was his last game ever. Who knows?
1: He is a free agent. I, I'm I'm assuming it will not be his last game ever. Yeah, probably. Maybe, maybe not. with the Bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that about covers it. I don't want to get into we're at a we're at a crisp 44 minutes right now. So I think we're we're ready to go into the weekend here and wish you all the best of luck this weekend. If you're wagering on sports or having tea with your mother or doing any other winter activities. (laughs) Ah, damn. I don't know. Have a good one. Eat some good food this weekend. It seems like, you know, everyone that's been doing the New Year's eating well and training, and I've been doing well myself, you know, you've been doing that for two weeks now. This is weekend number three. Why don't you go ahead and treat yourself? Have a cheat meal this weekend. Uh, I'm telling you it's okay, and we'll get back after it. Uh, To finish out January strong here, I'm trying to get ripped for Marshall's bachelor party, uh, you know, as much as I can, and then the wedding, you know. So, um, starting to look all right again. Are you the best man? I am the best man. Hell yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm leg. I'm doing a lot of leg press now to save the the joints. I'm leg pressing. Over 700 for like 12, 12 to 15 reps. So doing good, getting stronger. Arms are starting. I'm starting to see the, the, the tries and the buys again. And uh, I'm start starting to lose a little bit of the muffin top. But that's we got a long way to go there. So uh, we got ch- plenty of chicken on deck for next week. This weekend, though, I think I might order a pizza. You got to. Last weekend, I had a burger.
1: Playoffs. You're you're allowed to you're allowed to have a cheat meal during the playoffs.
0: Oh, absolutely. And here's the thing, though. I'm pretty much watching these games just at home with the wife. Haven't had any plans, so it's actually been pretty easy. I haven't had any alcohol yet this year, uh, other wow. than I had one beer, like a uh, New Year's Day. I had a couple beers. That doesn't count. And then I had. One beer since then, so in 19 days, I've basically had i
1: basically. I was four days clean, but I've down two Dosakis since we started recording. But I had not drank since the weekend, which has been a phenomenal streak for me lately. Four days,
0: four days is is uh, good. I'm proud of you. I'm, uh, not,
1: I'm not sitting here getting blasted by any means, no, but I am.
0: You uh, have a couple <laughs> to take the edge I'm, off.
1: Yeah, I'm drinking cons- a healthy, moderate amount. Good
0: carbs, good good carbs, great carbs. <laughs> definitely not empty carbs. I think that does it. I'll definitely be drinking one, two, three weekend. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go ham uh, first weekend of February, and then I'm gonna run it back the weekend after for the Super Bowl. So very good, very good. We will see you next week for the championship weekend. I can't believe that's already here. God, it's bittersweet. It's almost, it's almost over. I think we're only one month away from the
1: XFL. That's true. We'll have some XFL pods. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like really excited for the MLS season to start too. I'm like, yeah, I think we can real definitely reel into MLS.
0: If anyone can let us know uh, what they think out there. <laughs> all six of you. Uh, maybe we will cover. We will cover some uh, MLS. And some other sports. There's still fantasy, fantasy dollars to be wagered and, and won in, in all those regards, DFS. And no matter where you're at, what you're choosing to eat, drink, or smoke, or snort, or inject, whatever you're putting into your body and whatever you're choosing to do with your time, I just hope that you remember to stay healthy, America.